When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 288 again. <laughs> well, nobody but, else knows that. Are you going to tell a story, I mean, though? I, you're going to have to tell a story. But Some people know it. Continue. <clears throat> well, do the thing. The people who know that we were here last week doing 288 are the ones that are watching via live stream in the she podcast membership to super squad if you have interest in that go to shepodcast.com forward slash squad we record live every monday to give them a little bit of a behind the scenes as to what bs we're dealing with behind the scenes last week it was that our guest lovely as she is lost her audio and so we had no show because apparently my audio was so terrible that it was unsalvageable. So here we are back again. We're going to talk probably about a few things that we missed last week. But then also we have lots of new stuff to cover. With me as always, the lovely Elsie Escobar. Here I am. I don't hear the applause. And then the <laughs> producer du jour, the producer at large, the producer of all producers, John Domingo. Hello, ladies. Yeah, we've made him age with all of these tech problems now for the past, like, you know, week or so. He's just aged like a decade. I also have aged. Yeah. Because of the tech problems? Or yes. Just life? I am very grouchy right now because of tech problems. Very grouchy. I don't know how to ungrouch. It is very hard to ungrouch. And particularly when it has to do with tech problems. To add that to the mix, everybody that's listening, I suppose y'all are podcasters. It is horrible when you're trying to record a show and it does not work. It is the worst. We've gone through this in the past where you keep trying, things fail, that thing didn't work, that recording didn't happen, we can't connect, you can't hear her, the thing's dropping. It is like the worst. It's the worst. The chat doesn't seem to be working, and now I'm sitting here trying to fix that. So I'll tell a story while you're doing that. So I was telling Jessica this this morning because she wanted to introduce new technology to this today. And I was like, please no. So I had a client, and she says, I want to do an interview, but they can only be on the phone. How do I do that? So then I explained a few ways that you could do it. And she said, well... Uh, I'll figure it out. So what she did was she recorded and then she held the phone up to her microphone. So Ouch. when the person would speak, she could, he she, it would go into the microphone. It sounded horrible. And I, when I got the audio back, I said, I listened to it. I was like, oh no. So I said, okay, I'm going to edit five minutes of this and send it back. And if you think this is okay, I'll do the rest, but it's going to be horrible. So I sent it back to her and she says, well, no, I can't, we can't use this. And now I can't – what am I going to supposed to do, call the person back? And I said, 
Well, I said, at no time did I say, hold your phone up to, I said, was that a choice? Yeah, who would? Was that the choice that I gave? Did I say, hold the, I don't think that was a choice. You're like, who told you to think? Did I say think for yourself? But then no. I would be mansplaining. Oh my God. Mansplaining is only when you're explaining something that to women that they already would know. I've said this to you many times. I understand that, but nowhere ever did I say hold the phone up to the microphone. No, no. And I think, you know what? There is a general, I feel, misunderstanding of audio and mm-hmm. audio production where it is very on surface. I think a lot of people think that if you record audio, you're just going to get like the top layer, right? Like I'm speaking into the microphone and this is what the voice is going to sound like, but there's no understanding that it also picks up all of the other voices and sounds around. And that is a problem. Like if there's a car outside or if there's if I'm going like this, you know, Right. Like it'll right. pick it up and people don't understand that that's actually going into the thing and that you can't take it out. It's like getting a tattoo and then going like, oh, uh, you know what? That I want that off. It's like, oh, OK, well, too late now, <laughs> too late now. <laughs> you know, it's like you you can't it's 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 yeah. If you have crappy audio, you have crappy audio. So one of the things that I feel is my, I'm like a whisperer, is you tell me what you have. Yes. You come to me with what you have, and I'll tell you the best way to get the best audio out of it. Yes, me too. And I had a a friend of mine call me, and he says, hey, I'm setting up a new business. We are going to record the high school football. How do I get that out on the internet? You know, what would I use? So I said, well, there's you can use Spreaker, because that has a player that you can put on there, and... I gave him a couple options. Yeah. So he's, he off he went. And then he came back and he goes, oh, we tried it with this and it really worked out great. I really appreciate it. Thank you. I said, okay. So then he says, okay, but now we want to bring in this. And I'm like, oh, okay, give me a minute. Let me think about this. I'll call you back. So I diagram it out, how to put everything back, you know, how to wire everything up and run it into so you don't get feedback. And then he, he does it and he says, it's not working. And so I said, okay, did you do this? And I'm going over the diagram. And he says to me, now, we went another way. I said, well, I can't help you with the other way because I don't know the other way. Why don't we do it my way? Let's try my way. So he goes, well, okay. So he tries my way. He goes, oh, okay, it's working. I'm like, okay, good. There we go. Okay, great. It's working. There we go. What a a shock. Right. But the thing is that people, they just, they get an interview or they get somebody, somebody and they don't know how to do it and they just try it. And then it just crashes and burns. In a big giant pile of ash and they look and they go with the ash they come to you and they go can you fix this and yeah. no i'm sorry that's unfixable yeah you have to test stuff so what was the, you wanted to use today jess what did you want to use today Riverside FM. okay and that looks like it's a pretty cool thing but to try to find out how to do it now we done this podcast five or six times with the technology we're using now and we screwed it up again today <laughs> I don't think it would have been screw up, but I hear what you're saying. We didn't screw it up today. And in fact, I don't think I like your tone. I, I, yeah, I know I you have don't. To say. And I'll have to say I don't like your tone. Because and I'll tell you why. you're being very pessimistic. Riverside is very similar to StreamYard. The only difference is that it records local 
audio and video so that if there is a fuck up, you have a localized backup that you can pull from something we did not have last week because of StreamYard. Right. Now, so hold up. The thing that John was worried about, too, is that StreamYard has like stop points, meaning that you can only record for free for 30 minutes. And then if you want to have that, like there's tiers that are built into the system. Uh, meaning you only can get the audio. You can, if you want to do the yeah, audio, but we're going to have get a this. full access account. And if you want StreamYard, yeah, but we didn't have any of that. And also, we just have to figure out how to set it all up. And then, how are we going to get that into the Super Squad? The same way we do <clears throat> Vimeo. That's why I didn't think okay, it would so be a Okay, so they have deal. the streaming. So we would, if we were using Riverside FM, we would have to use the top tier of that. We have the top tier account. Okay. We have RMTP. Okay. We have everything we could ever want or need for it to work. And I asked him about it at 11 a.m. So two hours to just see what would happen. Why would that be a problem? Jess, I just want to, Your Honor, I would like to question the witness <laughs> as a hostile witness. I do feel a hostile. hostile witness. Jess, I, I do feel a little hostile. Do you remember the time that you hostile. decided a half an hour before we came in here that we were going to use Vimeo's live stream studio? Yes, I do. And how did that go? In your words. It did not go well. I would say it was an ultimate it disaster. It was okay. what I call a shit show. It there was terrible. Okay. But, okay, but Hold I on. learned my lesson Your Honor, the, there. The, the, can I... Get her to answer one more question. How about you know the what? time? <laughs> I mean, honestly, Jess, I could go five different examples of when you said, okay, let's just do this right now. Or, and you don't tell me about it until a half an hour before the show. It was two hours, John. To learn a brand new platform that yeah. I've never even seen before. I didn't ask you to learn the platform. I said I was going to set it up. I guess that doesn't work for you. Well, no, because even if you set it up, it's like, now you have to like log in here. What if you? What if I can't log in? Like, there's like all of the bits and pieces. Not to say we are not willing to try, but I think just that I would probably have had the same reaction to the fact that well, we. Well, that's why I asked like John this. first because I thought if he said no, then why bother Elsie about it? Right, but then I get accused of not being supportive of the technology you guys want to use i don't recall saying anything about you being non-supportive i remember one time in the beginning elsie said john this is what we're using get used to it and i'm like I, okay i uh i would say that you're not very optimistic about our talents and skills we should be able to two hours in advance try something that's almost identical to what we're using how do you know that have you ever used this before listen you're acting like your honor. Can you get the witness bicycle. to answer the question? Have you ever used this before? No, you're acting like I took away your bicycle and gave you a motorcycle and said it's two wheels. It's the same thing. I realized I did that before, but this time I took away your bicycle and just gave you a different bicycle. That's it. Not different. Just different. Just I, a different company. Listen, if you have the account, that's fine. We'll sign into it. I'll play with it. Yeah, I'll just and then make I'll it a generic it. account. That's not the point, though. Yeah, so then I'll have it set up and I'll know what we're doing and we get in here and we'll get it done. We'll do a Tesla, a five-minute test session and we'll know how to do this. And we won't look, look at her yawning. Oh, the details. Oh, I'm so tired. God I mean, forbid with the details. Dude, she's grumpy. I think that, I think, okay, so here's how I would play this. My like if, if we were going to, 
If we were going to establish an oper- operation so that we can move on, it would be I don't this. know why we're still talking about this. Right. It's done. If we were going to move on with this, we would do this. Hey, do you want to try this new tool next week so that it would be not on the day of? That's it. I, I think I would be cool with that. Me too. Not on the day of. I'd be like, great, let's try it. Let's test it out for next Monday. You're going to give me some technology that I can play with and screw around yeah, with? And- I'd be super into it. Let's try it. Like, yes, totally. Absolutely. Just not like right before. What is this lecture about? When can it be over? Can it's we over. just get to the bottom of That's what you're it. trying to say? Not to spring technology on you? Got it. Be more pleasant? I'll try. <laughs> All righty. Yeah. Is there more that needs to be said? No, there's no more. We just, that's it. I think that that was the whole point. Actually, you know what the whole point was? That it's hard to podcast. At times. And that there are technology issues and sometimes things go wonky and it becomes very frustrating when you do your thing. And it can do that even when you have a workflow, which is what we are doing our very best to do, but we have... It's been tough lately since we can't just press one thing. We have to do a lot of different back and forths and stuff. So it's been a little bit more challenging. And it's a pain to podcast sometimes. That's all I'm saying. All right. So let's talk about some news. The news you can use for the informed podcaster. Podcasting news. Last week, we had feedback from one of our listeners. We asked whether or not we should do the news or if we should just change our... I don't want to change the format necessarily, but just, you know, cover topics that are slightly more evergreen. And we did get one listener's response. She said, today, it's Saturday the 17th. Oh, so she just sent this because right now it's the 20th. I listened to your latest episode on Wednesday, October 14th. And I always appreciate when you do the news because while I subscribe to what feels like all the podcast newsletters and listen to Libsyn's The Feed, I don't always read each newsletter in full or on time. And even if I'm already aware of the news you dig into, I look forward to your reactions and discussion. For me, the beauty of podcasts is that they aren't an appointment-based media for audiences to consume. They cater to an on-demand listen-when-you-can model. Especially during COVID, my listening consumption schedule has been impacted because I no longer have a commute. Sure, some shows are evergreen and some are more time-sensitive. I think your content falls into both categories. Stay safe and do well, Vanessa. So thank you so much, Yay. Vanessa. That really means a lot and it's super helpful. That said. Wait, Cheryl also says that that's her feedback, but I don't think that, I mean, I think that's her feedback as in like the same idea, but I don't think it's Cheryl's feedback because it's Vanessa. So. Oh, yeah. Anyway. I think it's Vanessa. I yes. hope I didn't get that wrong. Well, I don't know. Be, I mean, I'm pretty I, did- sure, I mean, I just copied and pasted it. So I'm going to go ahead and assume I was right. <laughs> Okay, Cheryl. Well, I'm glad to see that you feel the same way. That's very comforting because it means that we are irritating you and that's not what we want. (laughs) Okay. So first, just very quickly, in case you watched last week, Spotify social cards are here. And if you go to the link in our show notes, shepodcast.com, Um, You will see the Spotify social cards. They've made it really easy to share from Spotify and you can even choose like a little bit of an audio clip. It's kind of awesome. Um, And it's making it really easy for podcasters to share about their show. I think you can, they're a little bit branded and it's pretty exciting. 
Yeah, they they're it's it's nice that they're they're actually really investing a lot of money I think in term in the whole uh, marketing your podcast kind of thing because it behooves them to to do it because if podcasters promote their show on Spotify then you're promoting Spotify. So True. It's they're just solving a problem that they need to solve which is how do we get more people to listen on Spotify. Yeah. So of course John thinks it's a conspiracy and he will never he will never comply. Right? I don't use them because I don't listen to podcasts on Spotify. What yeah. I do, so what I do do is if I see, well, I do do, what I do is if I see a title I like, I grab that title and I go into my podcast player and I search the title and I subscribe to the show. It does have a purpose because you can share them on social media and stuff like that. And the people that are in the know can say, oh, look at this. I'd like to listen to this and then grab the title and search it in their podcast. So it does have something that, you know, that I think is, I, what's the word I'm looking for? It, I think it's useful. Yeah, it's a useful and it's also very useful for podcasters or here's the catch, their listeners to share shows that they're listening to, which I think is really where things start to grow. So good for you, Spotify. I have problems with a lot of the things sometimes that they do and they do some good things like this. So this is really great. You have problems Yay. with a lot of the things yeah. that they do? Yeah. Spotify? How am I not aware of this? I thought you liked Spotify. What? What? I don't even have a Spotify thingy. Yes, you. You no, did. No, I don't. You used to. I want to high five Elsie no, right have. now. You never I had don't a listen to shows or, or music on Spotify. I don't. I'm not a Spotify person. I, like at all. It's not part of my. Do you have anything? A, you use Apple Music. I use yes. I use Apple Music. Well, you're still part of the problem, not the solution. <laughs> No, but the whole point, I mean, the la- the other thing that they've just, okay, so the latest thing that they have released that is not in the show notes, I don't think it's in the show notes, is the fact that they've released the, uh, the ability now to create these sort of music shows. So it's like podcast hybrid music, like if you ever wanted to have a DJ, if you ever wanted to be a DJ or you wanted to be like a radio person who had their playlist, now you can create, I believe, an anchor. Yes. You can create your podcast that you can go, hey, everybody, it is noon o'clock <laughs> and we are going to get in. It's getting wine romantic. o'clock somewhere, everyone. It's noon o'clock some, and we are going to go get romantic in the middle of the day. Here's your playlist Afternoon of romantic delight. music. And then we start to play them and blah, blah, blah. And then you create the whole thing and you can totally do that. Like legally using songs that... Everybody knows. Yeah. I could just add the love song that I adore or whatever and curate it and then talk in between it. Oh, were you, are you all having a good time it's today? It's the perfect marriage you know? because yeah. Spotify already pays for all the um, licensing. So there's no the, – the trick is, of course, that you cannot put this show anywhere else because – even though Apple pays for all the licensing as well, they're still going to yank your ass if you have any kind of music in your show. So it's only on Anchor. It's only an Anchor, I believe. The catch is that you can create the show on Anchor and only release it to Spotify. And right. here's right. the extra bonus Not even feature. on your website, I don't think. Nope. The extra bonus is that you also have to be a Spotify premium subscriber. So – it's right. like do all of these things but it's and $15. then distribute it here and only that amount of people can actually listen to the thing. So it's really – I mean it's neat. 
But for people who always wanted to be a DJ, yeah, it's kind of a dream come true for people who for some reason need like a, a talent tape, like a, what's it called? A sizzle reel. It will be good for them. But I mean, it's also very, it's not exactly the same as live because if your song doesn't go on live after you're done talking, you're just fucked on radio. Whereas here you can just edit it to your heart's content. Yeah, you can do, and you can upload like the, so you can pre-craft it. So John, in terms of like creating something super cool, I think it it is really neat. Like you don't have to do it live. You can pre-concept the entire show, get your playlist ready, know what you're going to say in between, record those bits. And then when you're ready, you, you put the show together in anger, essentially, so that you like upload all the pieces and you get the thing and then you spit it out. What the, what which is cool, but I just don't think that this is a podcast, right? This is a show, and it's a fun thing that you can do, but it's not a podcast because I, I don't believe you have an RSS feed for that at all. I doubt you're able to download the thing. I don't think you are. You're only able to, I guess, stream it via Spotify. If you're a premium subscriber, that's where you listen to it, but you can't grab that and put it in your computer like you can do with a regular proper podcast because that's the difference here that the podcast itself has a digital copy it's making digital copies that people can download versus these other shows that don't because I think they would have to then pay for the licensing of that because that's a different license the digital download is a different license than streaming licenses so to me, it's an outdated concept that if you always wanted to try it, you kind could go of. back and do it. I'll ride that train. It is an outdated version of what podcasting is. It almost shows that they're trying to accommodate people who have moved on from having shows like that. Like we've already accepted the fact that we're not going to be able to do that. It's not going to happen. Right. What would have to happen in order for you know you to do a show now I mean, especially in Spotify, where they have every playlist, not just the ones that they've curated, but the ones that like your cool friend, Dale, who used to know the obscure Bob Dylan songs, like made a playlist and you can access those too. What is the fucking point of having your own like, here's my happy day songs, (laughs) all from Jessica, and it's all fucking Spotify and someone else's playlist. Like, it makes no sense. But I mean, if they want to play DJ, then let them play DJ. I understand. I mean, it's I, it, it would be fun for somebody. I'm not going to lie. I am. Go, uh, you can only do it if you're a Spotify premium member. You can only. Ma- I want to go try it. I haven't yeah, done I think, my. You know what? Like it's fifteen dollars. Try it. I it's haven't a, done a DJ type show where I actually introduced music and stuff like yeah. that in 30, 35 years. So for you, it's a piece of nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, back but, when I was in college radio. Right, but a lot of people. I mean, I'm just saying, podcasters have sort of like, what's the word when you've just, just you've just sort of like written it off, accepted. We've accepted the fact that we're not going to be able to do that with our podcast and got and moved on. Yeah, it's almost like having a DJ par, uh, pick a playlist for your event. Like you're sitting around on a Friday night. And you're just having friends over and it's in the background and someone's playing music. And, oh, this is a great song or this is a good song. or I haven't heard this one in years. Because we all have a service, whether it's Apple, Amazon, 
Spotify, where you can go in and pick your own playlist and, and make your own you know, 150 songs and just have it play on a, a shuffle, and it would just show up. And and they're your songs. It's because music is so. I mean, it's so selective. I mean, you know, the songs yeah, that I like. It is selective, and right. it is nice to hear other people. You know, it's kind of like having a guy make you a mixtape over and over every day. But, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's it's a mixtape. <clears throat> it's a mixtape, and so I think that on its own, it's great. It's so fun. It's it's like it will solve a problem that maybe some people will have always wanted, or not even solve a problem, like like fulfill a dream that some people have always wanted, right? Everybody has at some point decided, oh, I wish I could get a playlist together and introduce shows and and songs and talk about them and things like that. I think that there's a, a, a place for that. And, and possibly even for the newer generation, right? Because I think that they don't really have a relationship with radio in the way that we did. They have a different experience of it. I'm not sure how many young people, like, and I'm talking young as in like tweens and teens now, have a working relationship with their radios. Zero. Zero point zero. Exactly. They have no experience. Right. So given that, imagine like if, if I, like if I were to like get Hunter and her favorite songs and be like, Hey, would you be up for like, or maybe she and her friends would want to put a show together and she wants to share it with her friends in the way that they know how to do that. I think that would be kind of fun. I would imagine that they would go, Ooh, neat. I think you should get them like an alarm clock radio and set them all down in a circle and say, I want you to make a list. I want you to put all the songs you really like on another form of media, not this radio. You can't connect them with a wire and you have no idea what songs are coming. (laughs) Now... I mean, and I just want to see if she can figure out, I mean, like what we, the stuff we used to do, like holding two radios up, making sure you push play, like at the, you know, like if the, I remember like DJs would say, coming up, we're going to hear Michael Jackson's Thriller or whatever. We'd be like, okay, okay, I'm going to get the song. I'm getting the song. Yeah, I know. You know, and then your mom would be like, Jessica, have you seen your sister? Shut up! Stop it! <laughs> I'm getting Thriller! Do not speak to me! Like, it was so hard to make those mixtapes. Like, I want to see Hunter and her friends just with an alarm clock. Just be like, well, how am I supposed to do that? I don't know. My cringe factor is about nine because how many times did people call into the radio station for a dedication and sit there by and record every break to get that dedication and then take it and then mark that tape and then run in and say, oh, look what I did for you. And you hand them the tape and they would say and they were like, oh, great. Here's it back. I mean, how cringy is that? It's even cringier when you would like meet someone or you could tell someone like boys used to tell girls they liked them by handing over a mixtape. And depending on what songs were on there would really define your relationship. I think it was like, yeah, those were like, it was all good until my God mixtapes. I mean, there's something to be said about that. Like, I know that's true. To like, and now they can send playlists, which is great. I mean, it's still kind of the same sort of thing it and is. dedicate songs and like send, the easier thing. It's like they come through text and all that, all that to say, I think going all the way around in this lovely reminiscing that the idea of what Spotify is doing is great. I think it, it has value. I think it's, it's a it's an opportunity for so many people to be creative and to have a reconnection with songs and music and storytelling. 
but it's not a podcast. Right. Well, right. Oh, actually, That's that was it. Tom. Uh, that was Webster's point. Actually, yeah. in his weekly email was that like you can call it whatever you want. Yeah, but that is not a podcast. But it's not a podcast, right? I mean, I think it's amazing, but it's not a podcast. Like, like that's nope. like go do your thing. You're great. Like this is the kind of stuff that I think like Spotify can really grow into these new ways of creating opportunities for people to be creative with audio and music using their tools. I think that is fantastic. Please continue doing that and expanding whatever that is for the experience of audio. But it's not a podcast. Just don't call it that. Call it your thing. Go be whatever you want to be. Go do be. Go do. Go be Spotify. Welcome to the Spotify Drop Anchor Pod... Nope, not podcast. Drop Anchor Show with John Jamingo. Now here's ZZ Top, Sharp Dress Man. <laughs> anyway, oh. whatevs. All right. But anyway, that's like what's... Ha- that. So that's why it's, it's frustrating. Spotify is frustrating to me. But alas, there is something, I guess... There are some grants happening for podcasters. The Black and Brown Podcast Collective has announced it will be awarded awarding micro grants to black women in podcasting. The Experience Podcast Grant will award the grants to black women sharing their unique stories and experiences through podcasting. And this is an article from Podcast Business Journal that you can see in the show notes. Um, We'll link back to that. But uh, we'll be open on October 14th. Um, and I'm not sure how, and they can, they do, um, the grants range from $250 to a thousand, depending on the podcast content length and need. So there you have it. Elsie, if someone gave you a thousand dollars for your podcast, what would you do with it? Well, gosh, that's a really hard question because it depends on what part of my process I'm in because initially I would probably invest in whatever I need the help with. So possibly audio editing services. Like I would see if I could, if I could like weigh out like who can help me do some audio production, um, depending upon the type of work that I have going on at that time. I could also invest that money on branding. Like maybe my show visually needs some help. I could invest in being able to create um, music for my podcast that is unique. Like, so hiring an artist to do that, like, ooh, that would be fan- Like, I would love that. I would love to hire somebody to, like, create um, really nice music beds for the She Podcast brand as a whole. Like, just, like, for She Podcast a podcast, like, She Podcast Live, like, something that they spend some time kind of getting um, our feel that's what I would spend because I have the gear. Initially, I would probably do that. The other thing would be investing in long-term services like getting a StreamYard account for a year or getting a Zoom account for a year or whatever it is that we need to pay for with that um, and podcast hosting. So I would cover like those um, operational things. It was funny because we talked about this last week, the, the loss episode. I said equipment. Tracy said, what did Tracy say? Advertising. And then Jess said advertising. I forget what it was, but each one of us would spend it on something else that like I wouldn't, I probably would need more advertising, but me, I'd also want to make it sound better. Jess is more of a marketer. So she would use it to market the show. And then Tracy, I forget what Tracy said. Do you remember Jess? For the thousand dollars? Yeah, I remember. I, I think she probably said something like outsourcing because she's just. Oh yeah, that's right. She did say outsourcing. Outsourcing, that's yeah, the outsourcing stuff. She's the absolute best at that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think well because it de- really depends on where the podcaster is 
in their when journey. They yeah. start, you know? But also what they hate doing. Like some of the podcasters yeah, really like editing and they really hate marketing. And some of them really hate marketing, really love edit. I, I just said that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So it also depends on the person how, how much they enjoy working in the show versus on the show. It's so on and so forth. So mm-hmm. it's just interesting. It's a good question. I love it. But yay for that, those grants going out there. And it also is going to force people to actually look at where, like, that's a really great question to put forward. And all of you out there, I think that this would be a really good exercise for those of you listener. You can send your audio feedback or uh, email to feedback at com. What would you spend $1,000? If $1,000 came your way within the next couple of weeks, let's say, for your show, what would you spend it on? Yes, this will help us put together our podcaster gift guide too while we're at it. Oh my gosh, that's true. Maybe that would help us, Let out us know. to be able Let to do know. something Let like that. Know. That would be amazing. Feedback at shepodcast.com. Yeah. So we have this thing now that like this pod, Google Podcast Manager thing that is uh, happening here. So it seems like – so Google Podcast is – really expanding the way that they are starting to serve more podcasters on the web. And Jess, this is one of those things where I don't know if the dev guy that you have been working with for the Super Squad could possibly help with some of this stuff because- what? Okay. So on this link that is inside the Notion page that is over at WPTavern.com- Uh-huh. If you scroll uh, down the page about, I would say a third, there Uh is a hyperlink there that is to guide to optimizing podcasts for Google search. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So click on that. And that is like the podcast manager help. And Uh if you read this entire thing here, every Uh time I read this, I'm like, what does this even mean? Because this all has to do with the way that you optimize the website via some extra tags that are there so that the right meta data Uh can be sucked in. And so there are all of these minute details. So it's not like, oh, you just need to put this in the header code. Copy, paste. No. There's all of these like Oh, they made it really complicated. Variations. The title of the the podcast show's webpage and the title of the RSS feed have to match. What? So, but anyway, that's like the that's the a head basic. element has to contain a link related element that points to the uh, fuck this. This is what I'm saying. Every fuck time you, I read Google, that, I'm like, you fucker. Uh, I mean, you. Oh my god, that's very irritating. It's very irritating, and therefore, anyway, all of these extra bits and pieces. Um, Google is optimizing so that when somebody does search for the podcast, there is obviously your show will show up in different ways in Google search. And they're really working towards optimizing it this way. But it requires an extra layer of diligence and know-how, particularly when it comes to website development, that is not like easy peasy. Uh, If you are using, for those of you, and, and I'm I'm only saying this because I do have experience with this because I work for Libsyn. But if you are using the Libsyn podcast page, you actually don't have to worry about any of this because it's already pre-built into those templates. <laughs> Woohoo! It all matches up. But most of us are not using 
the templates that are provided by the podcast host. So I don't doubt that this isn't also offered by other podcast hosts out there. Great. That's awesome. But there are many podcasts that don't use the podcast host websites and have their own, which is when you have to do this like mixture of this and that and the other and make sure that that one fits there and it has the thing. And I'm just like, you know, I don't want to do. I have to say that I am so hooked on the Libsyn podcast websites. They are so easy to make up. They look fantastic. They, To me, they're optimized for podcasts, for listening. And the fact that you just told me that I don't have to worry about this anymore, that's the yeah. cherry on the, uh, yeah. on the whipped cream on the cake. That's enticing for sure. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. It, it, it has all the stuff in there. So what Except else? for it, the matching the title to the RSS feed. Like, how is that going to work? Well, there are ways to – and I think that the other thing too is like you have to – yeah, you have to just talk this out. And this is why I think it's challenging if you hire like a de a developer or somebody, because not only does the developer have to know about web stuff, but you also need to have to that know about developer podcasts. know about podcasts. Yeah, yeah. because they're going to go, oh, it's just this and this and this. And you're like, no. <laughs> no. no, no, it's not that easy. But anyway, link is in the show notes, y'all, so that you can go down that rabbit hole and hire somebody to help you, or if you are a genius yourself, fix it up. Like me. Do your thing. That's Do your right. thing. I'm going to have to Google and look up whether or not a small tingling in your ears is like a form of mental torture. It's not, because I've had it since the 80s. I'm starting to feel like maybe I might go insane. Do you want me to turn off my light? I'm just wondering if like... Other people have used this method to get information out of terrorists. Because I think after 45 minutes, I would talk. I might talk. Dude, it's so funny because I keep asking everybody, everybody that I am on the thing on and I'm constantly in my light. I go, can you hear that? And everybody goes. Maybe they don't know that it's what that it's you that they hear. I can't hear it. But that's because she I'm turned old. it off. Before that, during the whole show, I can't hear that noise. I can see it in the recording. It's right at 1,400 hertz, a yep. straight line all the way across. Can you hear it in my recording? You can't. No, it doesn't show up. It's not. I a don't big hear deal. it at all. It's just, I think because I'm a little on Your brain edge, is about it's, to explode. It's you, have very, you have a very high range of hearing. <laughs> you can yeah. turn it back on if you need to look pretty. It's fine. Dude. It's just dark in here, like I'm telling you. It's fine. But Sorry. anyway, right. at least you can still see me. How to negotiate IP. This is just yeah. an article. I'm assuming it's just you an article, but I want us, I want it to be in the show notes as a resource yeah. because this conversation has come up over and over and over and over again. Yes. And the article that's in here has a video plus a breakdown of the entire process, which Wait, but we have to tell them what it is. It's for negotiating yes, intellectual property. So if you're joining yep. a network, if you work for a network, it's for independent podcasters to negotiate intellectual property and figure out who owns the show and who owns the stories and who owns the content, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah, there's nothing really for us to discuss. Just check out our show notes, shepodcast.com to get the resource because yes. if you are in it like that, you need to know whether or not you need a lawyer or an agent or whatever so 
Yeah. It's really It's helpful. got all the like terms and all the things. So I kind of want to bring this where I have a note here because I had a feeling when we in episode 286, I believe, I talked about this thing that our Andrea from our, our social media boss. Yeah. She's a part of. And we wanted to give a little shout out to that just because and for me, I'd love to support Andrea and the things that she does. And that's actually one of the reasons that I mentioned it is because she's part of this virtual event that's called Podcast in Color. And it's a virtual summit. And I just we just mentioned it pretty quickly. We said, hey, this is nice. Link in the show notes and all this kind of stuff. And I had seen it in the past when I was on Instagram about a week before that. And when I read it, I was like, Podcast in Color, is that Barry? And then I started to look and I was looking it around. I'm like, that doesn't look like Barry's branding. But hey, maybe she brand like I don't know maybe she rebranded the thing and then I was like well it seems like she's not involved in this oh Andrea's involved interesting <laughs> that's weird and yeah. so I just just I kind of like glazed like glazed over it and I thought like that seems very close to Barry's thing but I I kind of left it alone okay but in all honesty I don't know if y'all know, but we've talked about Barry in the show before. She has a directory that she's been running for years, and it's called Podcasts in Color. She has IP. I mean, meaning this is her thing. This is her work. Everybody knows Podcasts in Color. Everybody knows this directory. Barry's been part of the community for many, many years. And then this other thing came up, which it's just Podcast in color. And uh, I guess Pod News reported on this Endeavor podcast in color. And Barry found out and she was not happy about it because. She needs to tell them to cease and desist. Well, I. She you needs know, to tell them to. Listen, that's what we did. And it was. Well, I know that's what we did. But what I'm saying is when it comes to like podcasts and whatnot. Like we have to understand, and I think that, and the reason that I'm I'm talking about this now is because there is a sense of responsibility, and I just didn't know where to step in. Right when I first saw podcasting color, I thought, is it my job to reach out to them and go like, do you all know about podcasts in color? That it's all it's very close. Job is a strong word, but it would be a, a neighborly thing to do. Right, and I didn't do that, and so therefore, I'm calling myself out. Because we do need to do that. Wait, we need to, you're talking about telling the me. new person? Somebody. I would have told Barry. Needed to say, like, I could have told Barry beforehand because this, like, it seems like she just found out. And she hasn't just, I mean, and I found out, like, a while before because they started, I don't know how I, I bumped into them on, on Instagram. But I was like, that's weird. It sounds just like, but then I thought, well, it's not my, none of my business because I don't know. I didn't know. Maybe you thought it was Barry. Is that what you're saying? I No, I didn't. After I looked, I didn't think that it was Barry because I never saw her name on there. And I was like, well, that's weird because it sounds so much like podcasts in color. Right. Right? Right. I mean, so, it's just an S. Are you regretting your decision to buy out? I am regretting my decision to not speak up. Yes, I am regretting it because I should have. And also, okay. you know, because the same thing happened with us as well. And- and part of it is that, yeah, an S matters and and it really messes up your SEO stuff. And it's, it's just the worst for your SEO. It's the worst, awfully awful thing. You know, we had, uh, there was somebody who who had a podcast called She, 
or has a podcast called She, but the way that it, it's not that the title was She Podcast. It was the She Podcast by X, Y, and Z. Yeah, yeah. And so when you wrote it. fucked us up on the internet royally. Yeah, yeah. And when you wrote it down, it's like, it's right. It's not, it was like the She Podcast, right? But it sounds like and looks like and writes like She Podcasts. Yeah. (laughs) And it, we did, we sent a, a cease and desist. And I think part of it is you gotta really nip this stuff in the bud and- have the community stand by you. But also, I think that this is when you just have to be vigilant. And who who has time? Sometimes I'm like, who has time for all this? Right? I mean, I just out of curiosity decided <sighs> to look and they changed the name on a lot of stuff, but not their website. It still says the She Podcast. Yeah. But every time I send them a note saying, hey, found this here, it's still messing me up. They always take it right off. But yeah, S's matter, and you should Google before you name something because it's right, just a nice thing to do. That's the right. Sorry, you don't John just name Blake. your podcast in a bubble. You don't live in a bubble, right? Unless it's a bubble of self-importance, right? So don't do that. And yeah. part of it is doing that due diligence, and I think that especially in the space of podcasting and pot and serving podcasts of color. This should have been in your face. Mm -hmm. It's sort of like, let's call this virtual ticket or this virtual event She Podcasts or or She Podcast because it's all women. And you came up with it, person. Yep. And it's like, um, how about you do a little bit of research? Just a (laughs) tiny little bit. Yeah. You know what that just made me think of, though? I'm just going to keyword the fuck out of our website and include her name and include the name of her podcast. And I'm just going to blow her off the Google page. Because what other choice do you have? I mean, this other person who did podcast in color doesn't realize it. Then all of a sudden you got a new keywords. That's all. Just add the keywords to the other keywords and then you own the place, which is what you should have done. in the. I mean, that's what I should have done in the first place. If I was not thinking this was a side gig for the rest of our lives, I probably would have done that in the first place, you know? Right. And you never know like how, where that's going to be leaning. And I think that that's really the, the issue now when it comes to search. That's why it gets so frustrating because yeah, it's like, you, yeah, it's, it is so frustrating when it comes to search. It is. It's really not cool. It's not fun at all. Yeah. And also misleading because in the Twitter thread, uh, there's a Twitter thread that we're going to link to inside of the um, She Podcast, in the show notes, that what ends up happening sometimes is people are swayed by the name because Barry has established a very strong brand and people know her and they yeah. know podcasting color. So when they quickly glanced at something and said, ooh, podcasting color, right? And they didn't see the lack of S, they're going to go, oh, I know that. It's Barry. I want to do that. And they'll buy a ticket. And then something on the thread was like, oh, I didn't know that wasn't even you. Which that's the point. Yeah, that's the point. Yeah. So. Very irritating. Anyway, that sucks. 
we have to talk about Produce Your Podcast because they've been so kind and gracious to us, even coming on the show and picking up <laughs> some of Elsie's And doing slack. a show that's a ghost, doing ghost shows for us. Mm-hmm. Yes. Ghost show as in it was haunted and then disappeared. And disappeared. Very sad story. Those of you who are live, though, got to see it. But yeah, we'll have her on again because I'm sure either Elsie or myself will have to bail out of something at some point. And then we'll have Tracy on just so she can have another turn because she was really delightful and lovely to have, I think. Yeah, it was really fun. So yeah, so thank you to Tracy from Produce Our Podcast. Go to ProduceYourPodcast.com if you have any types of needs with regards to your podcast, whether it's social media marketing, show notes, SEO, or editing, editing and, produ- and production. They do that as well. ProduceYourPodcast.com. And I also wanted to talk very quickly about the Super Squad. If you haven't joined yet, um, I just wanted to tell you what is new this week. So Woo-hoo! this week, Tracy's team from um, PodHive added the potential of podcast advertising today and a webinar about how to get advertisers and sponsors to consider your young podcast. And then I added something called the Outsourcing Planner, which is about a 25-page fill-inable thing to help you figure out what to outsource, who to give it to, including like writing up the job description, making sure you know what skills they need, et cetera, and so forth. I also have added how to create a media kit with a checklist and some email templates for accepting and rejecting guests. And that second one was one that gave me gave me uh, the twitches for a really long time, having to tell somebody, no, I ignored it. I just wouldn't write them back. And I mean, you do have to say something. So I found the trick. It's in the squad. You can have all the things if you go shepodcast.com forward slash squad. And I think that's it, I think that's it. Okay. So unless anyone has anything else brilliant to say, I'm going to say that it was lovely talking to you today. Thank you so much for listening to She Podcasts. Are you okay? What's happening? Yes. Nothing. I'm acting. Oh, is that what that is? <laughs> Just kidding. Um, thank you so much for listening to She Podcast. Today, if you want to find us on social, you can find us at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at She Podcast. You can always go to ShePodcast.com to find our website and all the different things that we have to offer. Um, you can also email us some feedback, feedback at ShePodcast.com. I have to go pick up my little schnoodle because I promised him we would go to Spirit Halloween and buy him a ninja costume that he will not be trick-or-treating in. Yay! Boo. Oh. Anyway. Love you. <laughs> mean it. Bye. <laughs>